here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, by Mr. Damon McDonald. At the time that we were recording this, it is Friday evening, November 18th, here on the East Coast, but Damon, you're in the future because you are down under in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, you believe that? It's like Saturday morning for me uh, here in beautiful Australia, Melbourne. Uh, the city is wonderful. We're having a wonderful time here. Uh, Sydney was enjoyable and lovely as well. And yeah, it's been fucking rad so far, dude. Uh, it, I, I, you know, it's crazy to me that people, you know, obviously people listen. It's the internet, and but. One, the numbers, you know, we, we, we were getting some some inside scoop on some of the numbers that we were cracking in, and that kind of blew me away. That was earlier this week. And then, uh, you know, the meetups. The meetups were successful, Colin. We have fans all over the world. We're international broadcasting superstars. And this is a historic episode because this marks the third continent that we have recorded on. Is that right? Wow, I can't wait to go to Antarctica, break the record. <laughs> I'm closer I'm closer to fucking Antarctica right now, Colin, than I am to my house. This is crazy. Um Yeah, I mean the the, the meetups were very cool. So uh Sydney uh was, was a wonderful time. The the place that we went to wasn't open on a Monday, but it said it was on the website. So I'm in a panic and then uh was that uh, that was was that Matt and that was Kyle. Uh, Kyle and his girlfriend uh Claire. Uh, were there and uh, met up and uh, we, they got the the Honma t-shirt and they got the many beers we drank drank many beers so they were good they went to WrestleMania um, they were we were telling stories about him traveling to Dallas and we were there for a couple hours at least right was it clear yeah. from and Lost then, uh, it was not but she you know what she did she was so sweet she, uh, uh, you know I'm with my wife and uh, and you know, our friends and. Where you know, you know, she she was just nice. Uh, both of them were, were very nice. Generally, looked like Leonardo DiCaprio. The girls were were saying so. Uh, I was like, uh, this son of a bitch. <laughs> the, the one good looking pro wrestling fan had to show up. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, again, we had many a brew. And then uh, the other last night at Melbourne, um, we, we had Matt show up, and uh, he's got himself. I forgot. Um, 
the uh, the pictures for him. And I told I felt, I felt so bad. I was like, dude, I, I got shit, but I left it back at the house. He said, give me your address. Give me a, give me a, your uh, uh, home address so I can mail it out and we can send that to him. So I'm going to do that for him. But it was great, man. He stayed forever. Um, we were <laughs> I had set up with the girls like uh, just stupid wrestling stuff. So when he came in, one of the girls, uh, Genevieve, uh, gave him a too sweet. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he was kind of shocked by that. Um, that was good. I want to give a, uh, just a shout out to his podcast. He has a podcast. Um, and I promised him that I would give him a, a little shout. Let me uh, bring that up. If you don't mind, indulge me, fine listeners and give him a listen. If you could, he's a, a real good guy, real smart guy, Matt. Uh, it's called the fireside chat podcast. Give it a listen. The fireside chat podcast, uh, from Matt here in Melbourne. Um, give it a listen. It's a, it's kind of like a mix mashy kind of thing, right? It's not like a necessarily focuses on just the pro grabs, but, um, let's go. should be good things from him because he was a real cool guy and uh, we had a lot of fun with him. So that that's the meetups. We had a great time and uh, thanks for coming out to all of our listeners. And, uh, if you couldn't make it, well, um, what can I say? It was a wonderful time. Very cool. Very cool. Um, glad to hear that you got to meet up with some of our great fans down under. And uh, like you were saying, Damon, it's just amazing. Um, all of the wonderful listeners that we have all over the world. Thank you guys so much for always checking us out each and every week. Uh, we love you guys. We love doing this. And we love uh, spreading the gospel of NJPW. So on that note, Damon, we have some shows to talk about here today. Oh, um, do we ever. Yeah. You are going to fill us in on the World Tag League, the first show which happened at Corican Hall earlier this morning. I did not get a chance to check that one out yet, but you had the opportunity to watch it live since you are in the future. And uh, we are going to talk about this Wrestling World show in uh, Singapore that happened on the 15th, and we're going to discuss a little Global Wars UK. Both of us saw the first evening of that show, so uh, lots to discuss. So what do you say we start off with uh, Wrestling World in Singapore? Yeah, let's do that there. Um, uh, it was significant in that uh, we had uh, an, an important title change on this show, which kind of shocked the shit out of me. I did not see coming, and I did, did not hear any whispers about it um i'm very curious as to why this would would occur um you know it's funny know if, one, of, one of our listeners actually kind of hinted at this he asked us like do you think that this uh evil never title run is gonna end in singapore and be short-lived and sure enough there you go so uh that uh, gentleman or lady I don't, I don't remember is clearly a seer of sorts <laughs> a soothsayer um a Chris, i want him to prognosticate super bowls you know make some money he uh uh he nailed it yeah i mean i i didn't see it coming i don't know why they would do it why i mean I mean, I don't. It's not that I'm dying over it, and it's not that I'm, you know, uh, you know, it's 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 impacting my pro wrestling world that greatly. But it's it's just a weird thing to have happen, don't you think? Yeah, and plus, you don't want the never title to turn into a hot potato title, a la the never trios titles. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I was. I could possibly, and again, this is pure speculation on my part. So please don't read anything into, you know, any more into this than just an old man's ramblings, <laughs> but senile old man's ramblings, it feels like. The, like. I'm I'm guessing maybe 
I don't want to. I don't want to say that they were promised a title change or they were promised something big to have have happen on these shows. Maybe it was uh, something that they worked out in advance. Maybe it was just one of those things where they were just going to do something special on this tour. Um, the Singapore crowd was a weird crowd, wasn't it, Colin? It was. You know, it reminded me of a Western indie pro wrestling crowd. Absolutely correct. Yeah, with the, the, they had the chance going. So, so yeah, I mean, th- this is awesome chance, and uh, and they didn't really react to and it, you know, the the big moves. Like um, when finishers were hit, it wasn't like people popped for the finishers, right? It, it, it finishers occurred and they 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 popped for the three count, but it didn't feel like they they were. I don't want to say I don't want to go so far as to say they weren't knowledgeable. Like they knew the uh, they, they they knew the wrestlers and they knew like Liger got a huge pop. Yeah, I, you know I when they were playing I, the uh, the the opening intro video, it sounded like Liger got the biggest pop of them all when they showed him. It really did, yeah. And then uh, when they were announcing the lineup, he he got a huge you know, ovation. I mean, uh, yeah, that's what exactly the vibe I got from Colin. It was it was like an indie. It was like a, it was like a a, a, a you know a new Japan Ring of Honor show here in the states, or I, I wouldn't say a Rev Pro show because the Rev the Rev Pro crowds, those guys, I, I that's got to be a bucket list for me. I would love to check out a show there. Yeah, they're that's, special. That, that's that's a cool fucking venue. That's becoming a real go to uh, event. Those shows. Um, and again, we're going to touch on those in a little bit, but. The Singapore crowd was, yeah, it was very, very odd to me that it, that it felt that way. And we're on the same page with that. Um, but yeah, the title change was odd. And uh, yeah, all right, let's get into it. And one thing that is for certain, um, just one more note on the crowd, all of them seemed very happy to be there and just happy to see all of these uh, stars of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So that was yeah. one thing that really came across to me uh, strongly, just the uh, the sheer joy of the crowd that New Japan was in their backyard. So uh, yeah, let's get right into it. I think that the uh, crowd in total was uh, about a thousand people exactly at the Marina Bay Sands Expo and Convention Center in Singapore. And the evening Nothing. kicked off with uh, Juice Robinson versus David Finley. Yeah, good match, right? Um, short, you know, opening match between two guys who are getting very familiar with themselves, you know, with themselves as characters and into their characters, but also familiar with each other in the ring. Um, I, th- I thought it was fine. And a good opening match. I enjoyed uh, it. I, I, and I, I, yeah. I feel like if this match had taken place, I don't know, maybe even six months earlier, it it wouldn't have been as good. Yeah, these guys in, in, in the six months, um, if, if you're going to use that as the time frame, have, have improved greatly. And and it's, it's listen, this wasn't, you know, um, it was the opening match on a card in front of a thousand people in Singapore. So you're not, they're not going to go balls to the wall, but the simple things that they did were simple enough and easy enough, and they, it, but it was still smooth, and, and there wasn't anything uh, where you, you would shake your head and, or you know, roll your eyes at. It was, it, was, it was a fine match. You know, you put this match in the middle of the, of the card or the, or the higher end of the card, I'm sure it would be a ton better, uh, but they did what they needed to do. I think Juice has uh, improved tremendously, not only 
you know, in the ring, but in, I don't want to say character development. Stage presence. Stage, that's exactly what I wanted to say. Yes, stage presence. Like, he just is feeling just more in the groove. Yeah, that's, 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 and you, and, and that's coming across. That, that, I think, more than anything, is a reason for his most improvedness. And I don't know how you improve stage character, um, or, or stage presence, rather, other than getting your ass out there in the ring and doing it consistently over and over again in, in a variety of situations. And that's what he's done in the past year. So, um, yeah, another feather in his cap. This was a good match. Fine. Finley did fine. Um, but yeah, I, I think, and even Finley too, I think Finley's presence is, uh, even stronger. So well, it was good. It, it was good. Good to see that. I liked it. He's rocking a new pair of uh, speedos there. I don't know if you noticed that. It's not the leopard. It's it, it's like a blue leopard print now. So yeah, I I, I, it, I guess he ordered like a. I don't know if it comes in like a Hanes pack. You know how you get like all the different <laughs> colors. Like I do. Yes. <laughs> I think I he ordered one of them. Is there? I you know I made a comment yesterday, and it just in random over a couple of beers. I, I was like, you know, is there anything better than putting on a new pair of underwear? You know what I mean? It's one of like, the simple I, I, pleasures I in life. I know exactly the pack that you're talking about because I cracked a new pair, a new new round open. I brought new with me. So uh, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. So uh, there you have it. Juice Robinson picking up the win over David Finley with the pulp friction. I love saying that. Uh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Next match, a tag match featuring the team of Jushin Thunder Liger, Ryusuke Taguchi versus Rapongi Vice. All right, look. The one thing about these shows, and even as we talk a little bit more about these, the World Tag League, is that some of these results are kind of spelled out for you. Right? Rapongi's going into Wrestle Kingdom, junior tag belts on the line. They're not going to lose. right? So you kind of know the finishes, or you, at least you know who's going over. So that's one that kind of took a little bit away from it. This was... This reminded me when we talk about those indie shows, <laughs> Colin. Yeah. This was co- this was comedy night on indie pro wrestling. You know, uh, they did all their the the signature comedy. Let's let's not get too carried away. Spots in this match. Uh, this was a uh, I don't want to say it was a stinker, but it was it was yeah it was there. You're not you you seriously. Comparing uh, to me, I head and shoulders. I enjoyed Juice and David more than I enjoyed this. Um, and it, this is not to say this is a bad match. It was just you know goofy, lazy. Oh, not lazy. That's a bad word because it's not lazy. Because they, what they do is they do it well. Not lazy. It's um, shtick. Yeah, but it like it, but it's you know listen. Not everybody can. I don't know. It just seemed like. Guys going out there and having fun in a pro wrestling. They're just match. having fun, Maggle. <laughs> that's exactly what they were doing. They were just having fun. And that's what it felt like to me. It was like veteran guys having a, a couple laughs in the ring. That's what it was. I feel me. like um, fun is the central theme of this show. Like there, was, I, I can't say that there was anything bad on this show. I, I can't say that there was anything blow away. This was just like one of those fun, short, sweet shows that... I really enjoyed watching, and quite frankly, it was very easily digestible. Yeah, it was light. 
it was it was light fare. There was nothing heavy, even though you know we had that the the title change. Nothing, yeah, nothing. Here's the here's what it was. Nothing had the um, like. It, it didn't feel emotionally invested in it. So, um, yeah, that's where I kind of felt like it was light in, in you know, in the easily digestible in the sense of these matches occurred and it was hard for me to kind of get emotionally invested in a lot of them. Um, but with that being said, you're right. Nothing was terrible. Nothing was, 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 uh, you know, eye rolling. It was there and it was, and it was quick. It felt like a quick show, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And you know what? It's kind of refreshing to load up NJPW World and you look at the timestamp and it's like two hours and 50 minutes mm. as opposed to five hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. When, <laughs> one of my favorite texts that I get from you is when you do do the timestamp and you see the five hours and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Why can't we shave this down to a nice hour and a half and be done with it? Yeah, I, yeah. I love a good NXT takeover, um, you know, style. You know, as far as time goes, like to me, that's like a your your sweet spot there, like a good two and a half hours. You know, give the people what they want, get out. Yeah. You know, wham bam, thank you, ma'am, and that's what this show was to me. Yeah, the problem is, is that you know, not everybody is on these shows, right? So they didn't bring everybody over to Singapore and they didn't bring everybody over because before they went, they were in New Zealand, right? That's right. They were there on the 12th, I believe. And that was supposed to be, I don't know what the story with that was. It was supposed to be streamed somewhere, but there was some technical difficulties. Was there? I don't, I don't know. I think it was like an iPay-per-view gimmick. Was it? Was yeah, that but what it, it was? It, yeah, it was an iPay-per-view. It wasn't, I don't know if it's going to be up on NJPW World or not, uh, perhaps in the future. But I think there were some technical difficulties streaming it live. But it is available no. somewhere for uh, video on demand. Ah, okay. Did Kevin Kelly go to that show? You know what? I'm not Can sure I? about that. Because I remember him talking about it, like he was he was going down. I, I could have sworn it was on a broadcast. It was like on, maybe on the, yeah. I mean, shoot him a text <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, he. Um, I thought he was going to be there. Um, so that's why I'm kind of surprised they had technical difficulties. Well, not surprised they had technical difficulties because technical difficulties can happen anywhere. But um, yeah, that kind of put a monkey wrench in his plans, I would think. But then if you're saying it's going to be on demand, maybe it worked out in the end. But um, yeah, if anybody saw those show- shows, give us some uh, feedback on those. Um, if there was matches that we need to, to definitely check out or if it was just kind of a uh, paint by numbers, you know, easy digestible show, kind of like the Singapore show. Yeah, so anyway, back to the match at hand. Uh, Rapongi Vice picking up the win on uh, Liger with the strong zero, and uh, they're on their way to Wrestle Kingdom to challenge the Bucks for the junior straps. So there did you, you go. Did you expect uh, something to happen here, or are, do you are you still <laughs> on the? It's it's going to happen. Are you still on that bandwagon? I'm on the fence, you, Damon. You... I'm on the fence okay. because like now it's it almost seems like it's not going to be a four way. Because I'm thinking, like, well, I don't think... Because, look, these these Never Trios titles have to be defended, right? Right. So Well, they don't have to be, but you would assume they would be, they're right? Go- they're going to be defended. Come on. Right. And right. I mean, they are, they are important. <laughs> they are. They're very prestigious titles. And who's the, the champs? The, ti- the, champs? <laughs> the title holders, the I know who they yeah. are. They who are, are they? Satoshi Kojima, Ricochet, okay. and David Finley. So there's okay. one one junior tag team right right there. You know that's yeah. probably going to be defending those titles at the Dome. I would imagine. You know, don't 
don't hold me to that. But you know what? I I think that I'm leaning more towards a a normal tag match now, which is very refreshing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen constant. Was it three years in a row? Um, it might be three years. It was in a at row. least two years. It, it was at least at uh, nine and ten. Yeah. So. Um, and, 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 and during that time, it's not like, you know, you didn't see those, you know, three way dances and, you know, fatal four ways and, you know, scattered throughout the calendar year as well. So, um, yeah, I, we look, I, we always said we prefer straight up championship matches compared to, you know, three ways and four ways. The problem is this. I'm not excited about Rapongi Vice. Me and neither. They're, they're, Rapongi Vice is kind of cold to me right now, and they've been teasing this breakup. It's, it's seemingly forever now. So eventually that has to boil over. And, you know, the Bucks are the Bucks. I mean, they're still as popular as ever. But, yeah, you know, it, it just feels like we've seen this before. Yeah, I would have. Somebody knew it would have been great. If, if that could have been pulled off. But, you know, I just don't get excited over Rapongi Vice in a, in, a, in a singles match. Like, seriously, um, I would be more excited if they announced another team. I, and I, I know that goes against the grain of everything that we have talked about <laughs> in the two years that we've been doing this. But really, on, this, on paper, I'd rather see another team join the mix um, just because I, I just don't think there's enough like I like it's almost young like, bucks. like like you're getting what you thought you wanted, and now mm-hmm. that you're getting it, you're like, huh, you know what? I, I, I think I think I liked version. it. <laughs> I don't want that version. I wanted like a, I don't know. I wanted a little bit more sizzle. Uh, but yeah, what else could you throw yeah. in there though? Can you think of anybody? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There's, I mean, as quickly as we talked about how great the well, how about like a like a Motor City machine gun? I mean. They could probably. Where's Alex Shelley? Has anybody seen Alex Shelley? I, I don't know where Alex Shelley is. I'll have to get in contact with him and uh, see what's up. Um, I think the Shell, last time uh, we saw the Machine Guns was, um, oh, when, it, it wasn't the Super J Cup. It was, um, or was it the Super J Cup? Might have been Super J Cup. Yeah, I think it was. That was the last time we saw them. So, yeah, I mean, you would think that they they could easily fly them in and interject them into the mix somehow. I mean, God knows it wouldn't be that hard. Right, just show up and challenge. Yeah, that's <laughs> like what people do. Does. Like Kamaitachi. Yeah, just show up. Yeah. Hang out. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we talked about this junior division and how deep they were. They're not that deep anymore. No, it seemed like the, mean, the, the, the junior division took a turn for the opposite. We were talking about how this was going to be like almost like a 90s, you know, uh, glory period for the juniors. And it's not exactly like that. Well, here's the thing. I think that on a singles, I'm I'm excited, you know, um, for what the what the singles um, is turning out to be at the dome. I'm, I'm I'm into that. It's the tag division, and you know, there's just where there was a plethora of junior tags that you could stick, you know, in in various roles and in and out. It doesn't feel like that that's there anymore. Red Dragon has kind of moved up into more of a heavyweight focus. Um, Matt Seidel is, uh, well, we know where he's, is he in jail? I don't think he's in jail. Do a hashtag search on Twitter. And I think it's like free Seidel or something like that. And I think Pro Wrestling Tees is donating money to 
Matt Seidel to get out of jail, if I was reading that right. So you're saying that he's in a prison in Japan somewhere. That's what it sounded like. I mean, listen, I know I'm a little jet lagged and shit, but but like and and literally this was the first time I've been on Twitter in months. And I'm I, I just that that app will be deleted as soon as this podcast is done. Um, it better be. It, I don't want to go will, through what we always go through. Right. All right. Well, trust me, I've learned lessons. Um, wow, this is really strange. I'm on Matt Seidel's Twitter right now, uh-huh. and it's all like all of the tweets are from September. Like the last, the 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 most recent tweet was a retweet from September 16th. And pro wrestling tees, like there's like things where you can buy his. There's like a link to buy his T-shirts and wow. proceeds. I think you're right. You seeing this? I think you, that you're right. right. I think that yeah. Matt, Matt Matt Seidel, because I'm, re- I'm reading the first tweet here. Support the mission. Free Seidel. Bring home our favorite wrestler from Japanese prison hell. Wow. <laughs> right? right? Hey? Wow. Like, like is, is that a reputable tweet? Is that from, like, Pro Wrestling Tees, or is that from... Uh, there, there was a Pro Wrestling Tees link here. Uh, let me take a look at it. I mean, I don't know if this person is is you know this is a legit source, but I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, I don't. I mean, are we are we out of our minds believing this? I don't know. I don't. I don't <laughs> right? think it sounds. I mean, I I thought he was just gonna pay a fine and he wouldn't be let back into Japan again, and that would right. be that. Right. Yeah. But again, maybe this is all for naught, and it's just all just you know, jibber jabber and. Uh, you know, he's probably sitting in his house relaxing, but hopefully he's not. I don't think like I said it, I saw the hashtag. I clicked on it and then uh, I'm reading it and it was just like, well, is he really in jail? But like, but his Twitter account hasn't been updated. No. And that's interesting because he did tweet after that incident happened, of course. Uh, and, yeah. and while the incident was going on, I remember I, I remember he, he said that he was uh, in Hawaii and, you know, yeah. his flight got mixed up yada 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 but yeah the last tweets are from like september so some something hmm. weird is happening with matt seidel i hope he's all right i i see, i i don't think he's in jail i i, I can't i don't i don't know i don't know we gotta we gotta find out about that because you know i don't want to i don't want to sit here and and speculate on the guy matt seidel is breaking you know? <laughs> Breaking the rocks think, in, an, in, in an internment camp somewhere. That's what I'm saying. Like Turning large rocks into smaller rocks with a sickle. <laughs> right. That's not, that's not, that's just, you know, that, does, that does seem crazy to me. But so, uh, you know, maybe it's just all, all jibber jabber. Like I said, maybe it's just something where it's, you know, um, we were misreading it and, and it's just a joker. But I don't know. Who the fuck? Who knows? But uh, we'll find out. I, I think we have to find out at this point. Now I need to find out. We're going to get to the bottom of this, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, for yes, now, we'll investigate. <laughs> moving up the Call card the here. A-team. Call him the A-team. Maybe <laughs> we can spring him. <laughs> B.A. Baracus. Oh, Lord. Moving up the card. Another tag match here uh, with the team of Tomohiro Ishii and Ghetto taking on the Gorillas of Destiny. Uh, Damon, again, not the worst Gorillas of Destiny match I've seen. Could 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 this be a trend with them if you pair them up with the right people? Yeah, I think they're that helps tremendously, and I think that you know them. F- f- we talked earlier about 
Juice and Finley getting more comfortable and finding their 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 groove. Um, it's it's the style that they were working that I think we had a, a big challenge with, you know, especially Tonga Loa, in the sense of you know it felt like a plotting WWE over exaggerated. Yeah, it really was. It really didn't feel like it was a good fit for New Japan. Um, and, and it's slowly but surely. I think we're turning the corner. I think a lot of people are turning the corner on them. Um, this, you know, put this match four months ago, and this easily could have been a disaster. You know, f- put this m- match six months ago. This this match could have been a f- an absolute disaster. It wasn't a disaster. It was there. No, I'll and- take I'll- I'll take that, right? I think they're kind of slowly turning the corner, like you said, and moving more towards the type of tag team that I think that they should be, and that's that um, uh, the the mean guy tag team, the you know the badass uh, Tongan. We're gonna come out and smash your face, sort of tag team. Yeah, and that's as a physical style. Plus, um, you know, the, the see, I like. And this is something that you had mentioned a week or two ago with tag teams that kind of had that have the power guy and the speed guy. And I like I like that they're kind of developing that. Um, and, but listen, you know, having any time anybody is in the ring with Ishii, you know, we haven't called him Ralph in a long time. No, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but but our good friend Ralph, anytime we're in the ring with Ralph. Free Ralph. Um, Free, free Ralph. He's fine. Um, he doesn't need no freeing. Um, he, anytime anybody's in the ring with him, it's you have a very good chance of having a good match. Um, I, I would give it a good match, right? This was a this was a good match. Yeah, I would. Match, I would right? say so. Uh, Gorillas of Destiny picking up the win, uh, hitting their their Gorilla Warfare finisher on ghetto um now as far as uh what, what this means leading up to the dome uh damon i think that it's safe to say and we're going to talk about world tag league in, in in a as soon as we get done uh finishing up this singapore show but i think that the winners of the world tag league are going to be uh goto and ishii so yeah. I think that we're building up towards a Goto Ishii versus G.O.D. Uh, tag team match at Wrestle Kingdom. And I think that has the potential to be a pretty damn good physical tag match. Well, look, what was it? It was Yoshihashi in that role just a few weeks ago with G.O.D. Yeah, and we and raved that about that. Us, yeah, it blew us away, right? Yeah, imagine Goto was- in the place of Yoshihashi. That's what I'm saying. Like, so if, you know, so, you know, and, and Yoshihashi's had a really strong year, but again, you're getting a significant upgrade with Hiroki Goto, right? That's, that has the potential to be a good match. That act, I'm actually, you know, when we do our previews for that show and, 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 you know, listen, every, all signs are pointing that that's going to be the match. I'm excited for that match. Yeah. Uh, And that's the first time I think I could honestly say that I'm excited for a GOD match. So listen, if they're going to peak, you know, good for them. You know, you're peaking on the biggest show of the year. Um, I would, I would be really excited to see to see this match. Um, I would definitely put that ahead of the junior tag match as far as the excitement level goes. Absolutely, absolutely, I would. Yep, 
I agree 100%. And a lot of that has to do with the freshness of Ishii and Goto, right? A lot of that has to do with the the idea that this has the possibility of of refreshing the heavyweight division that has been so desperate for a spark for so long. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the I'm sitting here in a very comfortable bed uh, in the middle of Melbourne. Um, I could say honestly that I am excited more for the heavyweights than I am for the juniors. Yeah, did you think at, at uh, earlier this year you'd be saying that? No, no fuck. I beginning of the year, uh, two months ago, especially with God <laughs> right? involved. Right. It was. It did not. The the future did not look bright. Now a lot of that again, like we said, it hung on the fact that we were looking for this this Goto Ishii uh, tag team, you know, and and there were moments where it was like, I mean, that doesn't look like it's going to happen, right? When it was Yoshihashi that was brought in, um, yeah, we were okay with it, but it wasn't like we were we were as excited with the, you know, as as we were with this. And we called this, you know, we were kind of pointing our fingers at why don't we bring these two guys together? And that was months ago, right? That was months ago, so. Yeah, I'm I'm more excited sitting here right now talking to you and our listeners um, over the heavyweights, and and I think the majority of our listeners feel the same way. Speaking of our uh, good friend Chief J Hiroki Goto, the next mm. match was a singles match with him against Tomoaki Honma, and I liked this pairing for two reasons. Because number one, I felt that Goto needed a win. And number two, I felt that Honma needed a loss. So yeah. this was perfect. Yeah, it, it kind of <laughs> did feel that way, right? Yeah. Um, I like this. I, I thought this was fine. Um, yeah, but but I think when walking away from this match um, and, the, and the end result, it was exactly what you just described. The one guy who needed the win got the win. And quite frankly, the one guy who kind of needs a loss got the loss, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you want to get uh, Honma back to that lovable loser character, which we said was gone, I mean, you have to have him stop winning so many damn matches. Yeah, I, I, the the problem the, the problem is is that, like I said, I mean, the level. How do you get back to a lovable loser? That, that's a that's not an easy thing to do because then you just become a geek, right? You yeah, know, you're only the lovable loser once, and then after that, <laughs> if you if you kind of shake that off and you become, uh, you know, a tag team champion or or you know, and have multiple G one wins, right? I mean, after that, then you then you just become a fucking geek. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a tough spot, man. That's a tough spot for Hornwell because wh where does he go from here? What do you see? I mean, do you see him with Makabe again? I see a battle royal in his future. Really? Yeah. Or like a like a six man tag or a multi man tag. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, he. That's kind of. I don't know. I do you think he does? I don't want to say deserves more, but would you want to see him in a more high profile role? Hey, I mean, there's look. only so many spots, right? I, I I love Honma. I think he's a great wrestler. I mean, he was in. Not one, but two match of the year nominees in last year's uh, PuroCast end of year awards. Um, yeah. I think. How, how would you feel if you did if they did sort of a a six man tag like Honma, Makabe, and someone else versus Lij? Ah, uh, Sonata, Bushi, and Evil. 
I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just spitballing here. I wouldn't be surprised. Or if you see a Bullet Club, like a like a Fale, uh, Takahashi, you know, Hangman Page. Um, yeah, I mean, that's probably what you, you know, or Nakanishi throwing in there. Um, yeah, that's probably what we're going to say. That's probably where we're going to go with these goes. Again, there's only so many spots at the top. Um, they're not going to give him a singles match. There's no reason to. Yeah, he's going to get stuck in a, in a multi-man tag. And remember, Damon, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll, as a famous Australian band once sang. In excess. No. Ah, uh, no. Uh, midnight Oil? <laughs> no, no. Uh, ACDC. ACDC, of course. How could I forget? Um, you know, there's an ACDC lane in Melbourne. And that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, so it's 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 like all graffiti. Then there's a Angus Young uh, mural. Actually, there was a Prince mural on it. But yeah, we were walking by. It was like it's ACDC way. Right? I said I gotta I gotta check that out, and I did. It was uh, underwhelming. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> sad I never got to see them. You know, the real ACDC, not the Axl Rose fronted uh, current uh, inception <laughs> of ACDC. But that is crazy, isn't it? Axl Rose, fucking. <laughs> okay. Well, we do live in a crazy world, Damon. We really do. We, we honestly and truly do. All right, what was next? Next was a six-man tag featuring the team of Hiroshi Tanahashi, Togi Makabe, and Kushida taking on Los Ingobernables de Japón, Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. Well, given the talent that is on paper, you would think that this would be a uh, stellar match. But given the location and the uh, <laughs> meaningfulness of this show, uh, I would be safe to say that this would be, uh, I would say, bordering on disappointing, given the talent in the ring. Wouldn't you say so, Colin? This was a six-man tag match. <laughs> that's that's right. all I can say about it. It was a six-man tag. Uh, this could have been a six-man tag, you know, at at any, uh, you know, this, this this was a night off for Tanahashi and company, really. Yeah, I mean, truth be told, and and I'm okay with it, right? I'm not just saying, I'm not just doing it because he's my guy. <laughs> um, I'm saying it because we're going into Wrestle Kingdom, and I would rather have him rest his weary bones uh, with the, you know, multiple injuries that I'm sure he's still suffering from. You know, rest up. Take it easy. You're in a six-man tag. There's absolutely no need for you to do much of anything. Naito, I feel the same way. Rest up. This you match want anything. was it was almost a vehicle just for the Singapore fans to see um, all of these stars. You know, for them to see Tanahashi, for them to see Naito. You know, uh, both of whom were insanely over among this audience. So that's kind of what this was. It was it was a vehicle for them to. Get out there, you know, showboat to the fans, have a little wrestling match, and go home. I'm told that that's that's a good feel for what this match was. Um, you know, you're not gonna you, you, look. I'm not, I don't expect them to, to to work magic. Given the people that were in the ring, you would think it would be better. It wasn't. I'm okay with it. You know, it, it, you're not gonna kill yourself in front of a thousand people in Singapore. I'm just sorry, it's not gonna happen. But they should have got some juice. Get some color. <laughs> Got to build the territory. 
<laughs> you got to kill the territory. <laughs> um, you know, dusty fucking book in this show. Um, yeah, full agreement though. Um, disappointing with the with the names, but I'm okay with the fact that you know it was technically a night off. Nothing. Nobody's going to nobody. No need to watch this if you only have a few moments to. I'm sorry, I'm eating a brownie. It's so rude. <laughs> I'm starving. Um, eating a brownie on air. I'm supposed to be a, a professional broadcaster. Uh, I'm breaking rule number one, but sorry, they're homemade and they are delicious. Damon's in a um, bed <laughs> eating I a am, brownie in in, in Melbourne. In yeah, I'm in a bed. Let me describe what we got here. I'm in a bed. Um, I have my my laptop. I have my microphone. Carrie Fisher is chained to you. <laughs> I get the fucking reference, you evil prick. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's really hurtful. Um, yeah, I have a brownie and a bottle of water and a a seeds crisp apple cider. Bottle of crisp apple cider. Yeah, it's, it's really good. And I have hockey tape. I have three rolls of hockey tape. And you might question why. <laughs> so we talked about how, uh, you know, these guys wear tape all over, you know, you know the Shibata and everybody's all tape. My feet get all fucking mangled up, Colin, when I do a lot of walking. And boy, do have we done a lot of fucking walking. And so my feet, I have blisters and just, just they're tore to shit. So I have to wrap them up. So I look like like my feet look like Cesaro's shoulders. <laughs> like, they're, just, they're all fucking tore to shit. Well, just right, think no, of all can't. the exercise you're getting, Damon. I mean, when you come back for I, this trip, you could be one pound lighter. I, let me tell you something. I know I've lost weight, and I'll tell you what. You know how on the Apple Watch you have the fitness tracker, right? <laughs> right. It's like through the roof. It's like it's 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 like, are you okay? <laughs> We're not used to this. Yeah, my my watch overheated. It was like, a, you know, well, guess what? When I get back from this vacation, or when I go to Bali, let me tell you something. That fucking Apple Watch is going to think I'm dead. There's going to be no steps. I'm go, I'm not even going to walk into the pool. I'm just going to like roll out of bed and then roll into the pool. I'm not even going to stand on my feet. All right, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> this is but, but but here's the thing. But this is exactly why this match was just so there. Like, there's nothing to talk about this match. So we're going to talk about what's in my bed and how my, the condition of my fucking feet. Uh, well, quite frankly, I, I I think that our listeners find that uh, interesting in a weird sort of way. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure they do. But nevertheless, yeah. moving on. Uh, semi-main event here. Two of the teams that are in the World Tag League: uh, Kazushika Okada and Yoshihashi taking on Kenny Omega and Yujiro Takahashi. You know, it's funny. We were talking at the beginning of the show about how this crowd was basically like a Western indie pro wrestling audience, and I loved how uh, you know how uh, in the on the Rev Pro shows, they do the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army for Zack Sabre yeah. Jr. They yeah. did that for Kenny Omega here. Oh, Kenny Omega! That was that. That blew my mind. Yeah, they do it. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not familiar with the Singapore fan base. I'm not familiar with. Apparently, they're I, I American. Guess, <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's, that's, or maybe uh, the only thing I'm gathering is that they get uh, like a lot of. Um, Maybe they get the NXT shows, or you right. know, I because I, 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 they have to be influenced by something because they're in the middle of the goddamn, you know, you know, 
I don't want to say the middle of nowhere, but they're out, you know, in, in Asia. Um, I think it's in Malaysia, Singapore. Mal- yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it, like, would that be like Indonesia and shit? I think so. I'm a little okay. rusty on my uh, geography. Me too. I'm going to a small island in that neck of the woods. So <laughs> I should probably <laughs> figure out where the fuck probably, I'm going. Probably look at a globe. <laughs> right. I have one in my backpack. Um, I just, yeah, I just found that weird that that they there was they that crowd was so heavily influenced by uh, the Western wrestling culture that um, it felt like it, it, it was that and they, yeah they were doing that chant and uh, they were doing a lot of chants actually um, and a lot of the like um, when we talk about this main event you know at the finish you saw everybody doing yes chants yeah you know you know like I just. Like I said, I just felt like they were very heavily influenced by Western pro wrestling culture, and I and I'm curious as to why. Like I, I guess it's the TV that they got, they get there, or um, or maybe it's a, it's an expat uh, audience. I don't know. I, I I'd be curious if from anybody who's any one of our listeners out there can maybe clue us in on on what the wrestling culture is out there. Yeah, please, if you're in Singapore and listening to this right now. Uh... Let us know. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us know why you're listening to us, and uh, let us know what you're what, what you're influenced by uh, in Singapore. But did you hear the pop when Kenny Omega's music hit? Man, yeah, this guy yeah, was certainly over there. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Because I mean, this match was there, and you know, whatever. Right now, as we sit here recording, do you think Kenny Omega's winning this belt? I really do. I really believe that he's going to walk away with the uh, IWGP Heavyweight Title at Wrestle Kingdom. I really do too. And and we were t- I was talking this last night about this. You know, it just seems like they are willing to go all in. And I don't think Okada is a guy that that's going to get too dinged up from a loss like this. Now again, it is another Tokyo Dome loss. Right? It's I mean again, it's not consecutive losses, but. You know, he always talks about this in an interview, how he, you know, the Tokyo Dome is not his favorite place on earth. You know, if you look back at his track record there. Right, like two losses to Tanahashi in a row. Yeah, he said, you know, he's had, you know, he's been on the short end of the stick more times than not at the Tokyo Dome. Um, Now, last year he got some retribution, but, you know, again, if you take all of those matches, he's usually looking at the lights. So... Can it, it, would that ding him? Would that? I don't. I don't think it would, Colin. Do you? No, I don't think Okada at this stage in his career. You know, he's still um, so young and still has. I mean, it, it's it's crazy to think about how young he is and how great he is right now, and how much better he's probably going to still get. Uh, no, I I don't think a loss to Kenny Omega. Um, on the biggest stage of them all is really going to do much damage to uh, his, his still very much young career at this point. I, th- I think people forget sometimes that, that this guy is, he's, he hasn't even peaked yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I the, the very good point as well. Well, let me ask you this being that you're a big fan of the, uh, who opens and who closes the show and what's the main event. Do you close with that? Well, you know, it's interesting because I was thinking to myself earlier, who is more over with the fans right now? Is it Tetsuya Naito or is it Kenny Omega? 
And they're almost, it's hard to tell, they're almost neck and neck at this point. As far, you know, like you see, of course, you look around and you see everyone with the, with the LIJ gear and the LIJ signs. But, you know, when, when Kenny Omega's music hits, man, the, play, the, the, the roof blows off the place. So what's, what's your take on the overness level between the two, uh, Naito and Omega? I think they're neck and neck. Yeah, I, I, that, but I, that's I, what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Naito sells more merch if that's a if, if that's a barometer. Um, I think they're both they're both hot commodities right now. If you're asking I mean, me I right think, now, like at this moment on a Friday evening, who I think should close the dome, I'm probably going to say Okada versus Omega. Okay, so Omega Omega wins. Yeah, because the show. If, if, do you, if, do you if, think Tanahashi beats Naito? Ah, see that that's the thing. Um you you want to I think that you want to close the show with a joyous moment. Now, a joyous moment for the Japanese audience would certainly be Hiroshi Tanahashi um winning a title and having his almost traditional end of Wrestle Kingdom celebration air guitar ceremony. Uh, and, he, and he comes around and he hugs me. That's that's become tradition. <laughs> right. <laughs> he comes to the audience. He gives you a hug. He gives you his towel. Yeah. Drenched yep. in his sweat. I know how much you yep. want that. Um, we lock. We lock eyes. What romantic? What would be? What would close the show on a higher note? And I guess I'm speaking more to the Japanese audience. You know, the people who are going to be there. Um, Tanahashi winning a title and you know having his traditional ceremony or. Or Kenny Omega winning the heavyweight title. What what would be more joyous? Tanahashi. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, in that regard, I think it's almost a wise decision. Excuse me, a wise decision to have Naito versus Tanahashi close the show with with you know assuming Tanahashi's going to win the IC title. Do you think he does? I think so. I'll yeah. tell you what. I'll, yeah, well, I'll tell you what. If if in fact they do do that, Colin, and and they do switch it up, I think it's a lock that Tanahashi wins. Then, right? Yeah, right. Because you want to have that. You know, you, you want to send the the people home happy. I, yeah. So, you know, I think that to me, they would have to really give a little little swerve to everybody, if in fact they put the the heavyweight championship second to last right and you know whatever that finish might be whether it's okada wins or omega wins but that's going to be very telling as to the order because i because i think you're right in the sense that if they put naito and tanahashi last i think it's almost a lock that tanahashi wins don't you think yeah i don't think that you would close wrestle kingdom 11 with uh naito you know standing with his foot on Tanahashi and then throwing the icy title in the air and walking away. I, I just can't see them closing out the show like that. So, But but in the same breath, he's over as fuck. Right? I know. I know. In the same but... breath, you know, we're sitting here talking about how, how over these, these, these guys are, Omega and uh, um, Naito specifically. You also okay, have to take is... into the, the, the you, have to, you have to take the beloved factor into uh in, into account and think about how beloved Tanahashi is and how he doesn't have many more of these uh Wrestle Kingdom headliners in his belt. You know, the guy's getting up there. Okay. 
okay, I'll give you, I'll give you that. He's he's on the, and again, his downward slope is 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 most you know most wrestlers would trade in their entire career for his downward slope. He's still one of the best wrestlers in the world, still right yeah. now. Uh, right. So even, but yeah, I mean, listen. Truth be told, he just turned what forty. Yeah, I think so. He had a birthday uh, in Singapore, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, look, he's beloved is 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 a factor, but New Japan's not afraid to to close a, a show with maybe not that heartfelt moment. So right. with Naito spitting on his grave, <laughs> but 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 would they be willing to do that for Wrestle Kingdom? That's the question. I don't because think so. They'll, they'll they'll do that for Sumo Hall shows. They'll do that for other shows. And I don't know if it, I I I don't know if it's if it's that important. Um, look, well, you know what? I was going about to make mention where where Okada winning the belt the first time and it didn't happen. Tanahashi pinning him at Wrestle Kingdom. And trust me, there were people that Eric, when you know, our friend Eric was there. You know, he I, he to this day still talks about how everybody in that building was like, "How in the fuck can Tanahashi beat Okada?" Because everybody thought it was a slam dunk. Okada was winning, and they didn't do it. And they pulled the plug on it. Yeah. And there were a lot of people that were like, "Oh." And even though Tanahashi was the sentimental favorite, people were there waiting for the pop of the of the title change. And then when that didn't happen, people were looking at each other like, "What the fuck?" It was right? a slow not, burn. Not, yeah, but not even in a like necessarily in a bad way, like in a in a in a riotous fashion. It was more of, oh my god, they had the balls to 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 have Tanahashi win when everything pointed in Okada's direction. So I don't know. So that's uh, I think it's an interesting question. Um, but I, again, I, I I truly feel that the order of matches is really going to dictate the finishes in these. Um, and I and I would not be surprised if if Tanahashi and, and Naito do go on last. And I don't think they will. I, I still think it's going to be Okada, Omega. Um, so, but yeah, if if they did, I, I'm thinking Tanahashi might might walk away with this belt. And is that a good thing? Would you would you be okay with that? Yeah. Would, would I, people of your ilk be okay with that? You twenty somethings, <laughs> you election you, swingers, you you damn millennials voting third party. Right. Uh, <laughs> voting for what is that the ape the haram haram what is that called? harambe i i think that's a myth by the way i don't think people really wrote harambe in well you wrote you voted for me yeah, oh yeah i voted for damon mcdonald but i i think right. that i was the only person that did that so oh no really hey no. i i voted for who i believed in i really wanted you to be the the, the leader of the free world damon oh good lord free burritos <laughs> for everyone <laughs> Listen, that's a, that's a that's a rallying cry, right? Yeah, that's, hey, that's something that's, that's something our nation get behind. That's a future to believe in, right there, right there. But uh, yeah, right. seriously though, would I be okay with Tanahashi uh, beating Naito and walking away as IC champion? Sure, it's yes. Wrestle Kingdom. Why not? Well, yeah, and end the show with what the audience there wants to see. And I think that that they would be that would put a smile on their face. They would walk out of the Tokyo Dome happy that uh, Tanahashi is IC champion. What does that? What would that do to Naito? I don't think that's going to hurt Naito. Really? He could he could easily win it back at New Beginning. Okay. I mean, he, a lot of, a lot of start stops with Naito. I know. I know. 
Okay. But well, I, I def- just, I just think that, that that it's a title that he could easily, they could have a rematch at New Beginning. He could win it back, and you know, you still had your your glorious, joyful, happy ending to Wrestle Kingdom, and I think they mm. could make it okay. work. All right. I, you sound spectacular. Yeah. You know, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Well, do you asking me what what word you're looking? For? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You sound unsure. Yeah. Well, look, I, I, I. For me, for, you know, Naito's the hot hand. I mean, do you do you continue to ride the hot hand of Naito? I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of thinking you might. Right. Well, I will say this: I wouldn't have a problem if Tanahashi didn't win, and Naito mm-hmm. walked out of there IC champion. But if that's the case, then don't make that the main event. That should be the semi-main. That's that's my point. That's that, that, and again, I think really the, that dictates where we are in, in in the lineup of Wrestle Kingdom. All right, we we veered off course from this show. Well, I guess that kind of tells you the temperature of this show. Again, it, it's really not that that relevant, except for as we will find out in a few moments. So the main event of the evening for the never open weight title, we had the champion Evil defending against Katsuyori Shibata. And Damon, I will go on record in saying that this was my favorite match that these two have had thus far. Wow, really? Yeah, I thought that this was a really good match, especially the final stretch. I really got into it. You know, when uh, they, they they were trading the suplexes and Shibata was just kicking evil in the face. I thought that, you know, it, it started off a bit slow, but man, the final stretch really... Um, made up for it and uh, yeah i i thought it was very good did you like the chair spots again did you like uh, did you like the, the fact that the, <laughs> the chair spots wow. were very awkward okay they I hate them they why seem, do they fucking continue to do them colin they're very awkward they're very clumsy i don't like how evil keeps shoving the ref you know but we've we, we sound like a broken record you know going yeah. over that right we should just honestly we should just resign to the fact that it's going to happen you know what i mean we really should I really should. I just because because why why am I losing you know weeks off of my life worrying about that dumb shit? Um, I didn't find the match that great, Colin. Hmm. I didn't think it was that great. I thought it was okay. Um, I don't I don't think Evil is a good dance partner with Shibata. What do you think of that? That's a fair assessment. Um, they do see well. You know what? Maybe that's why this was my favorite match between the two of them because the first two didn't really click for me, and I think that after they had gotten to work with each other, you know, after a while, that this was probably their best performance, at least in my eyes. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't feel it. Um, I thought it was a, a, an okay match. There's something about these two that I just can't. I can't wrap my head around. Um, maybe, maybe it's those big early moment, you know, chair spot match, you know, chair spots in the match that take me out of it. They do slow um, things down. Um, they do. And they, they do slow things down and they do. Um, I don't know. It, it's, it, I don't know if it's a pace. I don't know if it's as hard hitting as I thought it might, as, as I, as I would expect, like, Again, it, it is evil, and again, we're going to to nod on the side of caution in the sense of he's, a, he's still very young, still has many more years ahead of him. But of all those never open weight challengers, like uh, you know your Ishis, your Honmas, your your Nagatas, your 
I, and, and especially this year with Shibata, I'm putting evil in the bottom of the pile of people who I feel Shibata has had a good program with this year. Yeah, you know what? I f- I'm not going to argue with you there. Um, I don't... I can't say that he had that great of a program with Holma, though, either. I think probably the best program that Shibata has had um, this year is probably is probably been with Yuji Nagata. That was good, and I I enjoyed that little bit, um, and and uh, and the Noah stuff that that kind of tailed off from that. I enjoyed that time period of Shibata a lot. I still need um, to watch that Goshi Ozaki match, by the way. Yeah, that was good. That that was a good match. You, you definitely got to check that out. Um, I'm sure Eric has that up on the Real Hero archives. Um, yeah, I I don't I personally I can't get into this these two. I just there's something missing for me, and I and, and I can't put my, quite put my finger on it. But it but it, like I said, if you took the calendar year with Shibata and and laid out all his challengers and all his feuds throughout the year, I'm putting Evil down the bottom. I just have. I haven't I haven't found that match with Evil yet that has gotten me really pumped up, and and and, and afterward I'm raving about or I'm um, I'm excited to talk about. I, listen, I understand that this was Singapore. I understand this was a thousand people. I understand what this show was, but this is this is a significant match in the sense that we have a title change. Um, and it is the never belt, but it's it's the third most important belt in, in the company. And I think it it's it's definitely had better moments than this match. And not only is uh, Shibata now a uh, I guess a three time never open weight champion, he is also the current undisputed British heavyweight champion because he defeated Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, the weekend earlier at this Global Wars UK show, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So uh, pretty good week for uh, Mr. Shibata, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, not bad, right? Uh, yeah, I saw him carrying around both those belts. Now, I didn't, listen, a, a spoiler alert here, I didn't see the second night, so I still got to see that match. I, st- I, I, st- I am on vacation, you know. Um, so yeah, I haven't seen that now i saw the the first night you saw uh, the title the, change the well i know I, well, I saw this i saw this title change with evil but i didn't see um the title him winning the the, the british belt no. no you absolutely did because that was night one. Oh yeah i did yeah that's right i did see that what the <laughs> fuck am i talking about that was the main event uh shibata versus zach saber jr right. that's right i did see that my bad and i didn't see night two either um i did see night one and you know what i just want to give a special uh Thanks to one of our great listeners, Connor Stanley, on Twitter. Um, he was the one who actually hooked us up with these Global War shows. So uh, big thanks to him. You know, Without him, we wouldn't have gotten to see that uh, first show. And for anyone who does want to see the show, um, go to rpwondemand.pivotshare.com. And uh, that'll link you to RevPro's streaming service. And you can subscribe to it for eight forty nine a month, and uh, they've got over hundred and sixty plus hours on there. There's some great stuff, lots of great uh, um, New Japan uh, stars on there that have been uh, featured in Rev Pro. You can watch uh, both of these shows that we're talking about right now, and definitely well worth the price of admission. Um, as far as his first uh, Global War show goes. Um, a lot of people are raving about the Chris Hero versus Ishii match. Yeah, yeah. First, let me let me just touch on Rev Pro for a second. Let me let let me give you my 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 feel for Rev Pro. Absolutely. Rev Rev Pro 
has it going the fuck on, right? These guys have their finger, I feel, the finger, their finger on the pulse of pro wrestling. They are the, to me, they are arguably the hottest promotion in the world, right? Wow, that's high why. praise. Here, here's why. They have it figured out. One, they run in, in a really cool building that looks like it seats enough people that people can get in, right? That they're not just completely shoehorned in, right? Your call, I believe it's a 1,200-seater. Uh, Okay, that's a, that's a that's a that's a good number, right? That's a fair number. Yeah. So so number one, number two, and again, the sight lines look pretty good. Like everything looks kind of you know like a, like a a decent building. So that's number one. Two, they bring in some not only some of the best talent, but they bring it in with interesting matchups. Now listen, Chris Hero can't be on these Ring of Honor shows, right? But he could be on these Rev Pro shows which is pretty fucking awesome, right? So the names that they are able to bring in are always solid, and the matchups are really solid. Three, they're, they're local guys. You know, they're the usual Rev Pro guys. None of them I'm hand-waving, right? I think each of them are, are solid, right? So the talent that they bring out of that promotion, you know, they're solid hands. They're, they're pretty good, and, and when I talk about... You know, last week when I go on my little Billy Gunn ramp, you know, there's a <laughs> lot of guys there that I would have rather have seen in that place than, than a Billy Gunn. You know, even though people are excited to see Billy Gunn, you know, in the ring with New Japan guys. Are they? I mean, there's the novelty of it. You know what I mean? Have you been hearing That's, some buzz, Damon? I mean, I don't know about buzz, but I, but I, yeah, I mean, I think people are again a novelty of it, curiosity factor. I guess I'm curious. <laughs> Right. I mean, what do you want to? Aren't you curious? Curious to see fucking Ishi and and Billy Gunn in the same ring? I I just hope that he comes out to Ass Man, the music. Right. I'm an Ass Man. <laughs> that was the best music. Worst. It really was the worst. Really <laughs> terrible. Just fucking dreadful. Um. All right, and here's uh letter E. <laughs> number number E. In my list of why Rev Pro is the is the best promotion in the world right now, their streaming service, man. Every I'm sitting here, you know, at, at, you know, miles and miles and miles away from from London, and I'm watching these shows in glorious high definition. Uh, I didn't have a buffer, and uh, they're up relatively quick, right? These shows were just you know, maybe a week or so ago, right? Yeah, you know, the shows happened last weekend. It took a, a day or two for them to get them up, but it was well worth the wait. And like you said, um, zero streaming issues on my end here on the East Coast. Um, as, as a matter of fact, they have, I think they have a, they have an app on pretty much every popular streaming device out there, including Roku. I'm a Roku user, so all I had to do was download the uh, free Roku app, the Rev Pro app, and... Uh, I was able to watch this show flawlessly, and uh, it was pretty great. Yeah, I mean, that's they have it figured out. So what, whatever they they need to do, like there are there are, Ring of, there are Ring of Honor shows where it takes you know weeks to get up, yeah. right? Those those outdoor shows they're not up like the next day or and well, I, I'm not even going to get into Pro Wrestling Gorilla, 
right? <laughs> like I haven't like have you seen anything from Bola yet? No, I haven't seen one match from Bola. Me neither. And 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 Meltzer, I just, just wet his pants over all these matches, and I'm sure all of them are great. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna buy a fucking DVD. I, I don't even know now, if anybody received the DVDs yet. To be honest. Oh really? Is it just on like high spots? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I just see. I couldn't I tell you. Like, why? Why would a company make it so difficult for people to enjoy their products? Like, people will spend the money. And again, I, I whatever, whatever. Maybe they don't have the technology to do it in that building, but don't use that fucking VFW hall building where you can only get 150 people in it. I don't know. I just don't. I think that's their it. gimmick, though. That's the charm of it. You know, they have this building without air conditioning in Southern yeah, California no that they shoehorn 500 people into, and I don't know. Yeah. That's that's special somehow, I guess. I mean, and again, I don't want to knock because the because the actual wrestling itself is just off the charts oh, state of the art but you make, right but you're making it re- i mean this is i'm a 44 year old guy and i'm bitching and moaning about the technology i mean seriously how do like 20 year olds deal with that like are 20 year olds just fucking hand waving and be like what the fuck I, are they I mean, i'm just they, waiting for these matches to show up somewhere because they're gonna well, be like, they're gonna be like a little usb disc a little usb drive <laughs> that you're gonna get a club you know that's, that's how they're gonna distribute their matches it's gonna be like the fucking matrix Come on, Jesus Christ! But anyway, RevPro, they 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 have figured they have figured it out. They have figured they they have their finger on the pulse of what the modern pro wrestling fan wants. Well said, Damon. Um, well said. I really do think that, and and um and again, I I I would ask each of our listeners that if you, if you haven't watched, please, it's it's not it's not super expensive. Um, I was it nine bucks. Yeah, it, it it is. Uh, well, no, this is for the streaming service I'm talking about. I don't okay. I don't know if you can buy. I think you could probably oh, buy the shows individually, but like the streaming service is well worth it because it's only eight forty nine a month, and okay. you're getting access to, like I said, over a hundred and sixty hours of video. So you're getting these shows. You're getting. Uh, you you can see the Osprey versus Vader match. You can see. No, uh, really? You can see the Marty Skrull versus Osprey match from earlier this year. You know they have they have so. Much much great wrestling on there so like seriously this is uh well worth the um 850 a month investment that you're making yeah see now to me that's 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 an investment i would make over the 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 shitty wwe network absolutely you know what i mean like i would rather spend my eight dollars or nine dollars a month on that than fucking you know horseshit swerved or you know or you know Ride along. And I'll be honest with you. Like tomorrow uh, for for this NXT show, that's the first time that I'll be loading up the WWE network in like, I I can't even tell you, you know. Colin, I let mine expire. (laughs) You let it run out. It's done. I I, I, I don't even even watch it. Like like the only reason I would watch it is is for like the older uh, syndicated shows, you know, you know, the old NWA stuff, the old mid South stuff. But a, they don't have everything up. It's just sporadic shows. Oh, anything that features Shawn Michaels or you know, that's like okay, great. Then, but I, but I already have all the shows. Like I have everything on like a drive on a um, on a uh, USB drive, a terabyte drive. So it's like I already have it all. I mean, I could just pop it in my computer and watch anything I want in the original format. I don't have to listen to their shitty overdubbed eight bit dumb fucking music. 
you know, their intro music that they, you know, because they can't play the the original stuff. No, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. And those big shows, are you fucking kidding me? Ugh. They're, they're, these shows have been, they've been shit. Come on. Spend the money here on Rev Pro Kids. Get get in, get in on this. Support, support. How about this? Support a company that is going out of their fucking way to support your love of pro wrestling. How about that? How about spending $8 on that instead of just the force-fed vomit that that company, uh, WWE, is force-feeding you? How about doing something for a company that can not only – that really needs your money? How about doing that? How about spending your money there? How about doing good for a pro wrestling community and doing good for a pro wrestling company? That's 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 where you spend the, your money. That that's that that's the company that's looking out for you. That's my rant. Thank you very much. Couldn't have said it any better myself, Damon. And I'll I'll, I'll even put a little link in the description of this show uh, for their streaming service. Uh, but getting back to the event at hand, we both saw night one of Global Wars UK. And uh, Damon, your overall thoughts on what you th- on what you saw? I, I I thought it was great. I and again, uh, very easily digestible. I think this show is. Uh, just a hair over two hours and 20 minutes, and nothing bad on here. We got a lot of great matches. That Ishii versus Chris Hero match was great. Um, I even thought that the uh, the Bushi match was great. Bushi really stepped to the, up to the plate on this show, I thought. Colin, I thought everything was great. I, th- I really thought everything was great. That, and again, crowds can make shows and break shows. I, th- I, I, love, I love the crowd there, number one. They're smart. They're intelligent. They know what the fuck they're looking for. They know what they want, and they and they get it. Two, I thought top to bottom. I didn't think there was a stinker on the show. Colin, how about Liger and Marty Scroll? Yeah, that was what what a great opener that was. Holy sh! Colin, that's Jushin Liger in there. I know Jushin once, Thunder once, Liger. Once again, at fifty something years old, Colin, this guy's this guy. He's doing sentons off the apron. <laughs> how many times are we going to say it? How many times are we going to say it that he, when needed, give me, give me, you know, two a year, he's come through. And again, Marty Skrull is, 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 a, is a very good pro wrestler. Very good pro wrestler. This was a good match. This was a really good match. The Ishii Hero match, I'm jumping out of my couch. Some of those clotheslines and strikes, great, fucking great. Shibata and 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 uh, uh, Zack Saber Jr. Great, you're not gonna find a better card. You know, you, you, you you'd be hard pressed. No, this it, is this is better than a lot of uh, the past Ring of Honor cards, actually. If you want me to be honest, look, I, 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 to me, to me, Rev Pro, it, it's 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 in the lead. It, it's 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 beaten Ring of Honor. To me, it it, it feels that way. Um, now again, Ring of Honor has things up their sleeves, um, but yeah, it's it's you know, gun to my head, Big Show versus Big Show for both these promotions. Man, Rev Pro constantly delivers. Ring of Honor delivers. Rev Pro constantly delivers. They're, I'm telling you, I'm flat out. The, the, right now, they are the hottest promotion for me right now. No, and I and I say that knowing full well 
they're not at the league and the level of a new Japan. But to me, on on these global war shows and their big shows, there's always something that comes out of there that that people are talking about or buzzed about. And I can't even always say that's the case with New Japan. I can't always say that's the case. Um, I would say nine times out of ten. But these Rev Pro shows, uh, almost always, they're bigger shows. You're always left with, wow, that was a really fucking great show. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that they are the hottest indie promotion out there right now. And I can't even, see, here's the thing. I can't even compare them to like a PWG because it's impossible to watch PWG. Because where do you find them? Right. I mean, it's not, it's super possible. I mean, trust me, I think we're over exaggerating a little bit with the difficulty in finding PWG. But yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just like that, that inconvenience. I'm not ordering DVDs. I'm just not. Right. And again, you could get, you could stream them. Like, I think they're like part of high spots um, network. But I, I, so, but they're not, it's not like it's live. It's not like it's um, even like a day or two. Um, whatever. I mean, look, that's the, I, I can't, it's hard for me to get into a show that's, you know, a month old or two months old or however it is. If, if, if you don't make it convenient for people to see, especially in this day and age, I don't know. I mean, if but listen, if you're comfortable with that business model, knock yourself out. What am, what am, who am I? I think I'm just what saying, we're trying just, to go ahead. No, I'm just saying that it's just you know, make it easy for people to watch because because not for nothing as 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 goofy as as a show as we are and as you know we still have listeners. We, we still do. have a lot of listeners, right? And for us to talk about to sit here and talk for like you know 20 minutes to talk about Rev Pro, you know, even though there's a New Japan tie in here. We're talking about this promotion. We're talking about a, a, a promotion that, you know, deserves your attention. That, that it deserves your attention, and you know, maybe people are on the fence, and maybe people don't know as much about it, and maybe you know, let's. I don't know. There's not a business model that I understand where I'm only going to take a certain amount of money. I want more money. You know, I want more people. To, I want more eyeballs. I want more people to see my product. I don't know of any pro wrestling company that that feels opposite of that. So why not make it easy for everyone to see your product? All right, now I'm done. Whew, thank God I'm lying in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you must be exhausted right now. You're on a roll, Dan. Oh. oh, my God. What time is it out there? It is uh, 7.35 p.m. where I am right here on the East Coast right. in uh, good old Pennsylvania. But, yeah, yeah, folks, definitely go out of your way to see uh, Global Wars UK. Again, I'll post the uh Post a link to the subscription service in the description of the show. Uh, great first night. I'm probably going to check out night two uh, this evening because, hey, what else am I doing on a Friday night besides uh, <laughs> watching, watching some pro wrestling? But uh, we've got another show to talk about, actually. One oh, more, a show that you watched. Um, I didn't get a chance to see it yet. And it is night one of the World Tag League. Uh, that happened earlier uh, this morning at Corican Hall with an audience of 1,784. And uh, Damon, why don't you just tell us about the uh, the tag matches that happened? Yeah, let's just talk about the the, the the tag league matches. Well, first, it was weird seeing. First of all, let's talk just a second about Billy Gunn. He, he obviously there. I don't know. Again, I, I don't know. The, the the guys seemed a little bit more enthusiastic, taking bumps for Billy Gunn, you know, uh, just for the novelty of it. But it, fine. Um, g- 
give me give me the rundown. Give me give me the matches in order. Was it War Machine? Wasn't it? Well, give me the yeah. best matches. So the, so this was the A block first of all. Yeah. And uh, the opening uh, tag match was Manubu Nakanishi and Hanare taking on mm-hmm. War Machine. Well, War Machine did what they needed to do, and they destroyed uh, Hanare. Right. So they knock. Uh, Nakanishi uh, for a loop outside the ring, and they focused on Hanare. And um, they were hot. They they came out, you know, fist in fire. <laughs> there was one spot where Nakanishi had to catch Hanare and totally fucking whiffed on him. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh yes! <laughs> and like he was nowhere to be found on the catch spot. I was like Nakanishi, come on! I find that interesting help. that they put a young lion in the World Tag League. They've done it before, I think, right? They, was I, Finley in it last year, or? Uh... Oh God, don't, 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 don't I, please. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. I, I just... can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe I'm talking about this. I, here's the thing: this show is is easily skippable. There's nothing on the. This was probably one of the better matches, and this was okay. Um, this was this, this this entire match is totally skippable. And I and here's the here's the thing, kids. That's called December, right? <laughs> For New Japan. Yeah, if, if, if you're new to this tag. product, you know, welcome to uh, winter. Yeah, it, this is this is two and a half, max three star matches throughout the tournament until you get to the finals, um, and and this, you know, this show kind of focused on that. Um, so that was a match, uh, decent match, War Machine. Again, needed to come out strong to kind of prove themselves. In these early early shows, it, there is a lot of that, a lot of proving ground stuff of getting people over that are, I don't know, maybe unfamiliar to the audience uh, just to kind of get them uh, a fighting chance. So, okay, that was match one. Match two was what? Match, match two was a Brian Beaker and Leland Race taking on mm-hmm. Yujiro Takahashi and Hangman Page. So, truth be told, this is probably my first or second introduction to these uh, gentlemen from uh, Harley Race's school, if I'm not mistaken. One of them is Harley Race's son. Um, and he usually sends them to Noah, which is interesting, his students. Yeah, I, I just think it's a, a very um, – I don't know how ready they are for the tag league. I mean, it is the tag league. They are going to be losing more often than not, um, you know, I would think. Uh, but you know, in a, in a in a company that's desperate for new fresh talent, especially on the tag scene, we'll see what happens. I, I can't say that I was overly impressed. I can't say that um, uh, you know, that that this put them in in the good graces of everyone watching, and you know, necessarily they're excited for their next matches. But uh, they did okay. It was a fine match. Um, look. Two stars, two and a half stars. You know, you're and in you're that probably ballpark. being generous. <sighs> probably. I mean, look, it, it was what it was. I can't. I, I can't imagine anybody going out of their way to want to watch something like this. Leland Race's finisher is called the Thunder Gun. I just thought I'd mention that. I fucking hate the names of finishers. <laughs> I really do. Pulp I, Friction, this, Thunder uh, Gun. Stun gun, gun Enough. stun. Oh, is that? I'm oh, sorry. I, I mixed. Yeah, I just hate it. I fucking hate it. Guerrilla warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's um, 
What was the uh, no? Who am I thinking of? Who had the, just a crazy name? It's just like oh, I don't know. Who don't you miss the All days right. when it was just the DDT? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the super yeah. kick there. Yeah. Well, Done. listen, I'm sure the the guys in like the '70s are like, "What the fuck is a DDT?" <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, third A block match here. Uh, oh, here's a here's a tag team that we haven't seen in a while. Hiroyoshi Tenzan and Satoshi Kojima taking on. The Gorillas of Destiny. All right. So on the surface, again, if you said six months ago that you that you were going to have to sit through this match, you probably want to put a bullet in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> pretty accurate, right? Uh, but this, and again, this is me speaking, and trust me, I did not. This this was a this was work, right? To sit through this show to me, like this was. This was one of those moments where, all right, I have to sit down and watch this show because I have to talk about it. This match wasn't that bad. Um, Tenkozy picking now, up the win. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, you know that on the surface seems to to have me think that that we might have a future feud down the line with God and Tenkozy. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we're not talking about a championship match because that'll be long gone. Those belts will be long, you know, long gone from G.O.D. But, um, yeah, it, the veterans getting the big win. It wasn't a terrible match. It wasn't a super great match. It was an okay match, um, which, again, I wouldn't want to put this match. I wouldn't want to circle this match as, like, the, the the match that turned the corner for G.O.D., right? But, you know, like I said, six months ago, we probably would have wanted to hang ourselves just thinking of the, the notion of having to, to watch this match. So there you go. At, at, at this stage in the game, just really quick, um, are you taking G.O.D. over uh, Guns and Gallows? <sighs> um... G.O.D. as we what. know them now. Right. Well, I'll tell you what G.O.D. had. Um, they had one match that Gallows and Anderson didn't have. You know, they, 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 I really enjoyed that last match, and I think that was better than any Gallows and Anderson match. And not one cock right? swing yeah. throughout the whole yeah. thing. So. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's, 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 that's always a plus in my pro wrestling <laughs> <laughs> no cocksmiths, but seriously, I mean, take take that that Ishi Yoshihashi match, right? Take that match and put it up against any Gallows and Anderson match. You know, take or not any, but but you know, their their best one. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I I think I, I would take I would take that that Yoshihashi um go to or Yoshihashi uh, Ishi match, right? I'm in agreement. Yeah. So then, I guess that answers your question. All right, main event here, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Juice Robinson taking on Tetsuya Naito and the mystery partner who turned out to be, to no one's surprise, Rush from Los Ingobernables in Mexico. Yep, so that makes perfect sense. Uh, you know, they, they already have their history together. Um, there was a lot of speculation online that that was going to be the case, and it turned out to be true. Still, I got a nice little pop in, at Corkin, and uh, everyone was happy to see. 
Um, he's one of those guys that you can fill in. You know, he doesn't have to be a full-time New Japan guy to to kind of get the full benefit of of Rush. Like he's one of those guys that can pop in and out between Mexico tours, um, and and vice versa. When Naito hops down there, he can do his thing there uh, with him. So no, it's a good one. But I, I, match wasn't great. Colin, the match wasn't great. I really expected a lot more. I was excited for Rush. I was excited for the possibilities of it, but no, I was not into the match per se. Um, it was uh, average. We'll call it average at best. All right, so there you go. That was night one of yeah. the World Tag Team. I felt like uh, Brian Alvarez there. Damon, tell us about New Japan. <laughs> All right, Dave, tell us about the New And me <laughs> rattling around papers. I should have gone like this. Uh, uh, let me... uh, 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 right. No, 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 no. Um, um, so, so, so. Uh... <laughs> He's the best. I love that. Uh, but that's it. Yeah. Listen, guys, don't go out of your way to watch it. I'll just tell you flat out. Don't. Here's what you do this weekend. You watch the Rev Pro shows. That's what you do this weekend. Absolutely. If we're, if we're going to give you any homework, you know, on, yeah. on the PuroCast, it is subscribe to RevPro streaming service and watch these two Global Wars uh, UK shows. You will not be disappointed. We guarantee it. That is absolutely correct. All right. Uh, can we put a put a, uh, a, a a little bow on this show? Yeah, I think it's time uh, to put I, this puppy to bed, Damon, because I'm sure you've got a full day of uh, fun and frolic ahead of you in Melbourne. We do. The ladies, I see, have just pulled in the driveway, uh, so I believe they have. Oh, my God, scared to hell. Hi, Gab. Gabby Hess is here, everyone. Hello, people of the interwebs and fans of Japanese pro wrestlers. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was uh, the one Gabby Hess who's wow. coming. Now, not, I mean, everybody's coming in. Listen, I, I'm, you know, we've got a live show going on here. So, uh, well, yeah, you can say a good, good day, mate. Good day, mate. There you go. All right, very good. Cameo appearances from uh, all, all all of Damon's uh, all of Damon's. You're like Ujiro, Damon. I know, I know. <laughs> Seriously, walking around the streets of Australia, you should get a cap with a feather in it. I, what do you mean get? I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's wrap this up. Um, by the way, have you checked out the um, our awards, Colin Miller? Yes, I have. We have got. We've been getting a uh, overwhelming response, as I knew we would, for our second annual Purocast uh, End of Year Awards. Um, if you didn't listen to last week's show yet, um, we uh, laid out all of the rules there, and um, yeah, so we're doing these Purocast Year End Awards again, um, and of course. We have the link to them pinned on our Facebook and our Twitter. All of the official rules, uh, nominees, categories, everything is on there. And you're going to be emailing them to newjapanpurocast at gmail.com. So, uh, again, it's pinned at the top of our Facebook and Twitter profile. So, uh, you can check that out. And the deadline to submit your... uh, Picks for these year-end awards is December 15th, so still have plenty of time, if you haven't already, to send us your picks. So once again, we just want to thank all of our great listeners out there, wherever you may be listening to this podcast from. We appreciate all of your support. Remember, just go to NewJapanPuroCast.com. Links to all social media there, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, our RSS feed, the whole bit, that is your one-stop shop for all things PuroCast and, of course, the 
great uh, Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Just go to VoicesOfWrestling.com. They are our great podcasting partner, and they have got uh, plenty of great shows in their podcasting network for uh, any taste you have for your pro wrestling. So, uh, Damon, any final words? No, none. Uh, we'll talk in, in Bali, um, and uh, it'll be an exciting, fun show for all. Make sure you vote for the awards, and uh, yeah, it's been fun. Um, we'll talk soon. All righty, there you have it. So the next time that uh, we talk to you, Damon is going to be in Bali. But uh, <laughs> Bali. Bali. <laughs> but on that note, uh, remember, uh, get your PuroCast year-end award picks in. You have until December 15th. And that is all. So uh, for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. We'll talk to you guys real soon. Have a good one. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.